All right. Happy New Year, everyone. Meteorologist Somar Tucci here. Welcome back to the Something in the Air podcast. It is 2023, and we are now on year six of doing this with New Jersey State Climatologist, Dr. Dave Robinson. Can you believe it? We started this in 2018. I, I couldn't keep track. I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, it's kind of my job. You know, I have to see how long we do these kind of things. Um, so we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things here. We're going to talk about the month of December. We'll talk about what we had during the Christmas weekend. And we're also going to talk about our top five weather events for 2022. But first, uh, I heard you had quite the winter break so far, uh, jet setting all over the globe. I did go to Florida in February, excuse me, in December, but I didn't go uh, as far and wide as you did. Yeah, we uh, we went to the Caribbean, to Belize last year over the holidays. So we did the opposite this year. We went to the Arctic Circle in Finland and we stayed the week in a lovely town right at the Arctic Circle called Rovan Ayumi. Um, I'll let you say that. I won't. I won't bother saying. You're that supposed word. to roll, roll your R's. Okay. Uh, a, a, a nice town had very mild weather. It was only about fifteen degrees. Uh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. A um, couple feet of snow on the ground. Uh, Cross country skiing, uh, snowmobiling. Got to see some huskies and s- some reindeer and. Uh, it's just a real nice change of venue, a little break, a short break, um, but um, it was a welcome one. Right. And when you, I, I believe you got there on Christmas Day, correct? Correct. So you just left in time for the cold air to really settle in. So you got a good, uh, can I call it a warm up? I know it was cold here on Christmas Eve, but you you, you slid into uh, going to the Arctic Circle pretty nicely with the temperatures. Exactly. We got hardened a little bit for 24, 48 hours. Yeah, there you um, go. Because it was just as cold here on the 23rd of December as we experienced most of the week. Uh, the only difference being the sun was out here when it was that cold, and we didn't see the sun once in, in a week in Finland. It was cloudy. And up the Arctic Circle, it only brightens up for about three hours a day. Thank goodness there's a lot of snow on the ground. It keeps things really bright. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. You know, I have to wear sunglasses all the time when it's snowing on the ground. So at least you have that if it's only for three hours or so. Um, you know, we'll start off the podcast talking about that storm. It was the December 22nd into 23rd. That's when we actually saw precipitation and coastal flooding. And then we saw pretty big time cold as we went into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day here. Um, just a couple of, of highlights, and I'll, or I'll toss it back to you after that. You know, we did see um, moderate stage coastal flooding for much of the Jersey Shore on the 23rd. That was Friday morning. We had water rescues in Atlantic City. Jim Eberwine, a friend of ours, uh, in Absecon, um, had 18 inches of water on Route 9. That's South Shore Road. And then we had major flood stage up the coast in Sandy Hook. And pretty much from what I saw, if you were in northern Ocean County or Monmouth, it was the highest tide since Sandy that we had. And then a huge, huge cool down at Atlantic City International Airport and in Lower Township at Cape May County Airport. It was the fourth biggest 24-hour temperature drop. I know that was a lot, but basically it fell over 40 degrees 
in 20 hours, a lot of wind. Wind chills were in the negative teens on Christmas Eve morning, and we had our coldest Christmas Eve on record. So uh, that was like one big breath for me. But there was a lot that happened in that span. And in Christmas itself, below freezing, our coldest Christmas, at least in southeastern New Jersey, since the year 2000. Yeah, you said it all. And <laughs> it's interesting to add, sometimes some of our coldest cold has snow cover on the ground to help really chill things off. And there wasn't even a snow cover. This was an advective cold. I mean, as soon as the, the door was shut from that air coming down from the Arctic, it started warming up a little gradually, Christmas Day, the 26th and such. Yep. Um, but you, it wasn't locally refrigerated because you didn't have the snow on the ground. But yeah, I, you mentioned the flooding. Yeah, up at Sandy Hook, it was, uh, but let's add, it was the highest in Sandy, but it was five feet lower yes. than Sandy. Yes. Um, yeah. But of course, Sandy was three and a half feet over four feet over the previous record right before right. that so right was, and it was interesting it was only one tidal cycle that really put in the heavy flooding which was was good because it didn't keep filling up the back bays and filling them up and filling them up like we saw in early october yeah uh, this year and, with, and you know uh, what you, sorry god god it was the remnants of ian then so yeah, yeah it was remarkable and and, you know, I, I didn't quite go have the time to figure out the 24-hour change, but just on the 23rd, there were four New Jersey WeatherNet stations that went, dropped 53 degrees Ooh. between the, you know, post-breakfast <laughs> to midnight. Yeah. Not even 24 hours, more like 18 hours or yeah. so. And they dropped 60 to to seven or 53 to zero. Um, it was up two in Hunterdon County, uh, Pensaukin and Camden County. Um, it was Pequest up in Warren County, 53 degrees. And there were a lot of other stations that dropped 50, 51, 52 degrees from daytime morning highs to midnight lows. I mean, just... And that's not even turning the wind machine on. Oh, we, yeah. You know, we had a 58-mile-an-hour gust up in Lyndhurst in the Meadowlands early that morning when some heavy rain storms went up through northeast Jersey. But then when the wind switched around to the northwest, that's when we had about a half dozen other stations gust over 50 miles an hour and about 20, over 20 weather net stations gusted over 40, 40 mm -hmm. to 50. So it... That was a remarkable day. Let's just put it. and and there was hail. Yeah, there was yeah. There, uh, yeah, there we, was, yeah, there was hail, hail, sleet. There was thunder sleet near Philadelphia, actually. Um, with that. And then we even had a little bit of snow, depending yeah. on where you were. So you yeah. saw it was a weather smorgasbord on that on that Friday. You got everything, and, and that's the general theme of the year. That it was a little bit of everything, but nothing hung around too long. It was like back and forth and back and forth. Um, and that was 2022. And it was epitomized. Uh, you know, I call that, that's my number seven for the year, that whole multi-day event. Yeah. I call it weather whiplash. Well, yeah, for sure. 
You know, a, a, a little maybe philosophical thought or a, a, a random thought I usually get on these those kind of days is what did people do in like 1740 when these kind of days happened? There had to be somebody out there who got up and was like, oh, it's going to be warm most of the day. And then did they freeze to death by the end of the day? I mean, you know, we take for granted weather forecasting sometimes. But, you know, if we didn't have weather forecasting, you know, that would be a seriously impactful day for a lot of people. Uh, it's there, just things I think about sometimes. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're absolutely right. And there's some well-known cases where that happened, particularly up in the upper Midwest. There's very famous uh, blizzard. Um, it didn't snow a lot, but kids froze coming home from school um, and things, things like that, um, where they just had no idea that these blue northers, which they yeah. call down in Texas, uh, or coming through and people can get in trouble really quickly. I mean, we saw some a semblance of that up in Buffalo with the tragedy up there from this yeah. event. Um, when people just ventured out, um, didn't realize it was going to get that cold, didn't realize it was going to be that windy. And then there was that narrow swath of very heavy blizzard like snows. Um, and it's just tragic, just yeah. tragic. Yeah, kind of like, uh, a, a a white version of what Ian did up in central to northeast Jersey yeah. uh, back September 1st of 20, uh, 2021, where this just unprecedented type of event just swept through and people were just caught off guard in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they quickly, quickly got into trouble and 30 people roughly drowned. And 40 people succumbed for various reasons up in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, relatively limited in a spatial sense. Um, but boy, if you're in the wrong place, you can, as I've said, you can get into trouble very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can give us as much crap as you want as meteorologists. But, you know, weather forecasting does, you know, pay off dividends to everybody here across the country and across the globe. And, uh, you know, we don't always get it right, but we, but we do get it right. Definitely more often than not. Um, yeah, and it, so, it yeah. works better when people listen to the forecast. Also true. And, and when they know what to do, when they hear the forecast. So there's multiple steps here. That's a really important side of science and particularly the science of, of meteorology. Yeah. Social science is huge and uh, it's something we're always talking about, you know, for sure. Um, yeah. Just going into the, the rest of December here, um, let's talk about temperatures for the month. Obviously, really cold for that three day stretch from the 24th to the 26th. Outside of that, I didn't see anything too, too anomalous. The the only exception would be December 7th, where we dig into the 60s in a number of places. Um, how, how did you see it? And then where did we end up, you know? for the region during the month of December. Yeah, it was one of the four cold months of the below normal months of the year. Uh, South Jersey averaged 1.7 degrees below average uh, at 36.4 degrees. Now, it was still of the last 128 Decembers, it was the 54th mildest right. because we're basing our departures on 1991 to 2020 norms. So we continue to get warmer. So here we have a month where you say it was below normal by almost two degrees, yet there were 50, it was the 54th warmest out of 128. And that, 
is where the warming we're experiencing comes in. And in New Jersey was one and a half degrees below normal. So that cold um, that we had, you know, we seesawed it back and forth during the month. Yeah. We had a cold period in the beginning. Uh, and then super cold period was enough to put us just on the negative side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and then going over to precipitation for the month, um, I, I should say on December 15th, we did break daily rainfall records um, at, at Atlantic City International Airport and in Atlantic City itself. Over at the airport, we had 1.73 inches of rain for the date, which is a good chunk of change during the month of December. Um, how did we stack up in the precipitation department? And uh, I guess we could talk about snow, too. We didn't really see much, but how did we do with that for December? Yeah, it well, it, w- it was a little bit wet. Um, you know, after the storm came through on the 23rd, it was dry for the until the 30, 31st. Yeah. Um, but um, South Jersey averaged 4.67 inches of rain, and that's 0.39 above normal. And the state was 0.49 above normal. So a little bit wetter than normal. Right. Um, and and you know, I always pick out numbers from our Kokoraz observers. That's, yes, let's do it. Egg Harbor Township was the wettest in Atlanta County at 5.54 inches. And Buena Vista was co- uh, driest at 3.81. So not a huge range. This time of year, you usually don't get a big range because you don't have those scattered thunderstorms. Right. Dennis in Cape May, 4.53, wettest. Seattle City, 3.77 inches, driest. It's not that much of a difference. And they're right next to each other. No, no, not at all. And then Brick up in Ocean County, 5.6. And Lacey Township, 4.14. So healthy amounts of rain. No one was shut out and no one got deluged. Again, typical of a cool season um, month. So very welcome precipitation. Um, You know, we're not we haven't fully replenished the groundwater down in Cape May from what it was last winter, but yeah. or even the fall of 2021, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when we started getting dry, but it's coming up, it's coming up. So I don't know if you want to talk about that now, or we can wait till after a break. Yeah, we can. Let's, let's take a break. We'll take a quick break here. We'll talk a little bit about drought. Uh, We have our top five weather events of the year, too. And I want to touch on snow uh, as well, being that it is December. We're in January now. So we'll be back with you guys in just a little bit. You're listening to the Something in the Air podcast. The press of Atlantic City is such a unique place for weather. And it's not just because I'm working here. Let me tell you why. We're the only place in the state with a degreed meteorologist. And that means we're writing weather stories, climate stories, environmental stories. You're not going to get anywhere else in New Jersey. Plus, with a meteorologist like me, you're able to get forecast videos twice a day from our state-of-the-art IBM Max graphic system, a weather column each day, of course, these podcasts, and Plenty of social media postings I'm sure many of you had seen. So if you're interested in more weather, we have our free daily weather newsletter for you at pressofac.com slash newsletters. It comes out every morning in your inbox around 7 a.m. And if you want it all, you can subscribe to the Press of Atlantic City at pressofac.com slash subscribe. Welcome back, everybody, to the Something in the Air podcast. 
Brought to you here at the Press of Atlantic City with my weather dad, New Jersey State climatologist, Dr. Dave Robinson. Uh, we were just talking about temperatures for the month. We talked about precipitation for the month. Let's talk about snow uh, for the month, or should I say the lack thereof of snow for the month. Still early. Yeah. Still early. Yeah, I mean, a couple flurries, <laughs> uh, maybe a tenth or two, a few people picked up in a quick squall. But overall, the southern division in New Jersey, as we define it in our state climate office from Burlington, um, from Burlington and Ocean South, had goose egg for measurable snow in um, December. It's the 23rd time, again, out of 128 Decembers. So it's about one every five Decembers, you don't have measurable snowfall. So not all that unusual. No. Um, the state as a whole averaged six tenths of an inch. Woo. Um, that's 3.7 below normal. Um, the north up in the hills had two plowable events um, during the month. Um, one brought as much as seven inches up to Highland Lakes up in the, uh, the highlands. The other one was a little more widespread earlier that mid-December week. We even got a couple inches over to Bergen County. Um, but you know, nothing, nothing real notable, but not a shutout for, for the state. It was the, uh, 44th lowest, um, total for December. Gotcha. And I, I'm imagining, but I don't know, are there years where the state has averaged zero snow for the month, the whole state? Yeah, there have, right. there have been some years where we just haven't gotten our acting gear <laughs> till, till later in, uh, in January, yet we have some years where it starts in October. Yeah, always this capricious thing. You just, you know, you got to get the cold air and the moisture together. I had someone ask me earlier um, this week, I guess. You say, you know, we had a below normal month. We had above average precipitation. We didn't have any snow. What the heck was going on? <laughs> and it's just a matter of. The storm track, as we've talked about in the past, oh, yeah. it, when it goes up through the Great Lakes, like it did with that big storm that brought the cold air in here on the 23rd, we're on the warm side of that storm when most of the precipitation is falling, in sweeps the cold air behind the departing storm as it heads up into eastern Canada, but it's starved for moisture by the time it comes in. And, yeah. and so we're, we're out of luck. Um, until we get a storm that goes just south of us or goes just east of us that keeps us in that cold sector and keeps you with a major migraine as you try to figure yeah. out where that rain snow line is going to right. be. Yeah, it's 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 very stressful being a meteorologist during those times. Better to be a climatologist during those it's times. It's much better being a climatologist during better those being you. Know, I I'm obviously I should have made better life choices. It sounds like I went I can I can as a climatologist say, Oh yeah, it's just like the storm back then. <laughs> That's it. You just gotta remember, you know, to just remember the previous event. Yeah. Um yeah. um all right, let's turn to um uh getting rid of drought. Um, and especially in South Jersey and especially, especially in Cape May County, uh, we have been dry for a while. Like you said, we were still, we're still kind of digging out of a hole from last fall, fall of 21, especially in Cape May County here, but officially the United States drought monitor, which you're a part of, and you help to determine what state of drought New Jersey's in yeah. did remove the last bits of Cape May County 
in, you know, from drought into what we call a normally dry condition. So it's kind of like a transition stage, uh, the first week of December. Um, so what was the thought process getting into that? And and how do you feel about, I guess, just the water that we have in South Jersey as we go into the winter? You know, we, we meaning myself, some weather service people, my assistant state climatologist, Matt Gerbush, and, and a representative from the Department of Environmental Protection, New Jersey. Every Monday, I sent a note out to all of them and show 30, 60, 90 day departures or percent of normal <clears throat> of precipitation, uh, how much a map showing how much fell in the past week. Uh, and then we start looking at stream flow, reservoir levels, groundwater levels. And in the South, it's the groundwater. And <clears throat> it's slow to discharge but it's slow to recharge. So you have to be a little bit patient and you can't just say, ah, it's raining again. We're, we're done. We're out of the, out of the woods because you've got to have it over a long enough period of time that you can recharge your groundwater. And that's what we keep waiting for in, in Cape May County. And we've seen the levels go in the right direction. So we thought we could recommend to the national map author of last week that we back off <clears throat> on the drought and just say, mm, let's just hold it abnormally dry. And we did the same thing up in the highlands where we had been in this D1, this moderate drought, and <clears throat> we backed off, but only to abnormally dry. We didn't want to let our guard up completely. Now, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection decided last week that they would lift the drought watch, which had been in place for the state since August 9th. Um, never to a drought warning, never to a drought emergency. It was just a heads up. And we met every couple of weeks in the fall. It was like, we're just getting enough to not get deeper into the drought, but we're not getting enough to totally get out of it. And gradually, we worked our way out of it. And, and now there's no drought watch anywhere in the state, but there's still these two little pockets of abnormally abnormal dryness. And we're waiting for the stream flows and the reservoirs to fill better in the north. And we're waiting for the groundwater to replenish itself in the far south. Got it. Well, we're going to hope that we continue to replenish in the south, you know, we're recording this on the 4th of January. We're getting some rain in Cape May County, so that, that is some good news. And uh, hopefully we can replenish by the time we get into the spring here um, yep. across the state. All right. Um, is there anything else we should talk about the month of December before we get into our uh, year look back? Nope. I say we dive right in. All right. Well, we're going to dive right into it. So. Uh, we both do top 10 lists. You are the original. You've been doing it for a long time. I've only been doing it the past five years at the press of Atlantic city. Um, if you go to, is it njclimate.org? Is that where you're finding that the top 10? Nope. Both spots, njclimate.org and njweather.org both have the top 10 list. Okay. Posts. So you can see his full top 10 there. My top 10, you can see on our website, pressofac.com slash weather. We're going to do the top five, so we're not here the whole time talking about it. Um, but what I want to do is I'm going to read off um, your top five and my top five, and then I'll have you kind of dive into why you put which one there. Um, generally, and I'll preface by saying you're doing a whole state. I'm only doing South Jersey, so there's a little difference. 
generally we had the same thing. We just kind of had them in different orders. But that's the exciting part of having the list. So I'll start with you here. Um, you started, uh, you had number five as um, these localized storms. And I picked out two of them from that, one of which was the LBI storm on August 22nd. And then you had one in Ocean City on September uh, the 6th. Fourth was all the snow that we saw in South Jersey. It was a great year to be us, if you like snow. Three, you had the remnants of Ian. Two, you had summertime heat. And one, you had the drought. Um, I had five as our June wildfires and the dry air that we had. Then I had our eight-day-long, I like to call it the Energizer Bunny Storm from the 6th to the 14th of May. Then I had our record warmth in November. We got into the 80s. Number two was that storm to really big cold right before and during Christmas. And then the blizzard of 2022 was my number one. So uh, generally, I think you know, you're know you pointing out more of the bigger picture things. I tend to look at specific events, not the one way is better than the other. Um, but the floor is yours on, the, on your events here. Well, some of your events are my six to ten. And right. I also have a few also rants in there. For instance, we've we've got the weather whiplash, I call it, from the 22nd to 24th of December is my number seven. Um, March, November warm spell is number eight. The Pinelands far, fire back in June is number nine. So it's just a matter of, as you mentioned, you're, you're regional southeast, I'm statewide. Um, the drought... Um, it was the driest summer, June, July, and August. The third dry is the driest since 1966, um, and it's the fourth driest back to 1895. Uh, it was more persistent. Now, agriculturally, the wettest part of the state, one of the wettest parts, was over in Gloucester um, County, where there's a lot of truck farming. So they they did better than expected. But you go all around the state, and there was a lot of vegetation just dying off um large abervites and just you know starve for moisture um <clears throat> because it was compounded by the heat um and that's my number two and that's because it was the third warmest summer so we had the fourth driest and the third warmest summer since 1895 so that's why i thought they warranted a one and a two but then ian um put such a hit on the state that's why I went with that for number three, thinking coast. Then thinking south, it was remarkable. You know, only what the third time on record that South Jersey had more snow in the winter than either central or north Jersey. Yeah. So certainly that warranted top five. And then those local immune storms. Let's face it, Joe, we were talking about it off mic. And <clears throat> this wasn't. The year that was. I mean, I call it a year looking for its identity because yeah. we never had, thank God, we didn't have a Sandy. We didn't have uh, an, an Ida. Um, we didn't have a huge duration. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, not that we can, oh, you and I can always find a top 10. I'm um, sure we could. We could but, do top 10 of December, just past December if we want. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, it, fortunately, it wasn't that. I mean, it was another warm year for the state. It was the 14th warmest year on record in New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Um, I made that number six. I, I got tired of putting warm at the top. 
<laughs> so I had to go with drought. Yeah, you swapped it up. Drought. So I don't know. Tell you know your justification. You've already kind of alluded to it, but you take you take the mic. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, I I had all five of yours somewhere in my top ten. You know, drought was there. It was just in the bottom five. Summer heat was there. <laughs> Ian was there, and the LBI specifically that storm was there. Um, you know, when when I do this, I tend to think about what people. You know, if you're talking to somebody or having a conversation, somebody's saying like, oh, I remember that. It was every year's interesting, as we were saying earlier. And now we look to 23 and, you know, we started off like gangbusters in terms of warmth. Um, but you can be darn well sure that there's going to be a potpourri of things for us to talk about 12 months from now. And I only hope it's as benign uh, you know you're not going to escape severe storms. You're not going to escape this, that, or the other thing. But let's hope they're localized. Let's hope they're relatively uh, quiet. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully we can, uh, you know, get away with everybody being safe during 2023 when it comes to the weather. And that's it. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. This was this was a good episode. Um, we got a lot in per usual. Um, any closing thoughts or at the very least, tell us where, um, we can follow you as we go into January and come into, uh, njclimate.org or njweather.org. And you can see our weather network or just see, um, past data and information all about the weather and climate of this great garden state, great garden state of New Jersey. All right, everyone. Well, we'll be back with you around the turn of the month as we go into February. We will recap the month that was. We'll definitely be talking about all this warmth that we had on January 4th. Until then, everybody, take care, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.